0: All right, and welcome to this special episode of Real Estate Fight Club. This is a series called What Would You Do, where we talk about the code of ethics, professional standards, and violations. Here with me today is Rachel Real from Rachel Real Real Estate in Chicago. Hey Rachel.
1: Good morning, Jen. How are you?
0: Great. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited about this topic today. It's like real juicy.
1: It's kind of juicy, right? And it, you know, when you when we started talking about this, when I thought this doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it's like, it kind of catches you off guard. So you're like, right. well, what do I even do with this? Right, so. exactly.
0: So right. <sighs> give it tell, to tell us. us.
1: Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about article one, which states essentially when representing a buyer, seller, landlord, tenant, or other client as an agent, realtors pledge themselves to protect and promote the interests of their client. The obligation to the client is not primary, but it does not relieve realtors of their obligation to treat all parties honestly. You also have to, and in, in, notice in, it doesn't in the code say of,
0: fairly; it says honestly, right?
1: Well, and it's funny because fair, fair—the word fair—used to be in the code of ethics, and it was taken out. Good, because nothing is fair. I life's mean, when you think about fair. it, life's not fair. This is not a participation trophy code of ethics. Right? You know, ever you know, it, it happens exactly. So, right. So we are also talking about um, cooperation and how cooperation is in the best interest of everyone, or that we're obligated to cooperate with each other as agents, unless it's not in the best interest of our client. So tell us a little bit. I mean, this came from, from something you sent me. So tell me a little bit about what you, what you came across when you were looking for properties to show a buyer.
0: Well, I've seen this actually happen on the buyer and the seller side. So okay, on the, on the seller side, I've had clients be like, I don't want so-and-so to be able to show this property or okay. that I don't want this buyer to be able to like buy the property or whatever, something like that. Okay. And
1: right. then
0: okay. on the buyer side, I've seen in the comments where it says like, nobody from this agency is allowed to show it or like even where inspectors aren't allowed to go in, certain inspectors.
1: Right. Okay. Now, when you come across that from the seller side, you know, <laughs> if you're having this conversation with a seller, when the seller says, Hey, I don't want, you know, ABC brokerage or XYZ person to come in and show my property. What kind of conversation do you, do you have with the, with the, with the clients at that point with the seller?
0: I mean, obviously I want to know the goss. Right. Like what's up? <laughs> like what's why? Up <laughs> Right. Right. I mean, I think like you know, if they don't want it, they don't want it. That's fine. I mean, and I'm like, well, what if they're the highest offer? And they're like, I don't give a shit. Like, I I mean, okay,
1: right. What are you gonna do? No, if they were to, well, if they were to come to you and say, I don't want this person looking at my house because they are a member of a protected class for instance.
0: Oh, right. Well, that's a different conversation. Like that's not like a whole different
1: conversation. Right. Yeah.
0: I'm just right. saying like, if they're, if that's not in the case, like if that's not the right. reason it's usually what it's been, and this has actually happened now that I'm thinking about, it, it's happened a couple of times. It's like an yeah. ex spouse or it's like, uh, somebody, an ex spouse's family member, or like an agent that they had a really bad experience with on a different house or something like that.
1: Right. So it's it's a pretty specific scenario where the client's specific. directing you.
0: Yeah. And exactly. it's like it's a specific person. It's not like I don't want any anybody you know, from this whole brokerage to not show my house. Right. But I've seen that in the comments. Right. Now
1: what are your thoughts on that?
0: <clears throat> so the question was is okay, so I don't want anybody from, you know, whatever ABC, X, ABC Realty. brokerage to show the property. Right. My first question is or the question was, is this legal? Like, right? yes, I think it's legal. Is it a violation of the code of ethics? I don't think it is. I don't think it's a violation of the code of ethics. I think that it's misguided. Right.
1: Especially if you're talking about like, to your point, the example of if it's an ex-spouse, somebody that maybe you have an order of protection against. It could be any kind of, you know, That's a specific person though. That's That's not a whole
0: brokerage. Like I don't want.
1: And I think we have to think about the,
0: you know, clear cooperation rules, which can you review that for the listeners? So clear
1: Well, yeah, essentially clear cooperation means that if you put a property into the MLS, you are essentially putting it out there and making your offer of compensation to everyone. So that is the rule. So when you put a property into the MLS, you're agreeing to their, to their rules. That says you're going to cooperate with anyone else who's also a member of the MLS when it comes to selling the property. But there have That's been funny. a
0: lot of brokerages and there have been like the coming soons, right? Like the coming soons, and we did a video on Oh, this don't even there. get me
1: started on this one. <laughs> don't even. Why'd you poke the bear?
0: <laughs> so it's funny. But <laughs> it like fun, is right? coming soon a violation of clear cooperation. And I would argue that also this whole I don't know. We're having battles with the buyer agent compensation piece of it. It's all kind of linked for me. And I think that a lot of agencies, especially big brokerages that have a lot of market share. I think that, that it's in the brokerages best interest to keep those properties in house because the chances, especially if you're a type of brokerage that does a lot of like dual agency Mm-hmm. Um, but is it that in the client's best interest? Well, I would argue, exactly I doubt it. It's not. Yeah. Right. But if I'm, if I'm a big brokerage, I do a lot of dual agency. Right. And, and in this market, maybe the argument is, is, Hey, you're going to get a lot of offers. We can get you what you want for the property without having a lot of, uh, you know, exponentially more people traipsing through the house. Does that work for you? The seller might say, yeah, that's actually better.
1: They, they might. So right. they, exactly. Is it better in for a scenario, the scenario? Well, and you just never know what you're leaving out of on the what you're leaving out of the out of the.
0: That's the problem. Option That's the out of the basket, right?
1: Right. I mean, how do you know that? Yeah, you might get five offers if you expose it only to your own brokerage, but you could get twenty five offers, one right. being cash for ten thousand over asking price if you expose it to the rest of the MLS. Or so like depending on
0: be, what their price and t- preferred price and terms would be, right? Right.
1: right. Exactly.
0: But this was like our argument when we used to wholesale short sales. So back in the day when we wholesaled short sales, it was like, hey, look, we'll buy this property for this amount. Does that work for you? Yes. Okay. Well, the only way that I can buy it is if I can sell it for a certain amount. So I need a block of time that I can show it to prospective other investors to buy it so that I can buy it from you and sell it to them. And they would be like, right. okay, but then the banks were like, well, no, we don't want that to happen because you're leaving. Cause it was a short sale. So we were negotiating with the bank for our price, uh-huh. but we were reselling it for a spread. Right. Right. And the, exactly. And the bank was like, no, we, we want that spread. But the right. problem is that they didn't understand is the benefit to the seller is it's a block of time. They don't right. want people traipsing through their house. Maybe that's the benefit because for them, they're shorting it anyway. It didn't matter.
1: Right. I guess at that point, were you putting those on the MLS then? No, you couldn't be putting them, putting, right. Right. So at that point you're, you kind of are an in-house private listing almost where you're well, saying, yeah, wasn't you know, a licensed you give me...
0: agent either. Right. And now they require wholesalers to be licensed agents. I think there's, so. I, I think like, this is like kind of a bigger can of worms because there have been times, like if we've had uh, uh, property that's occupied where we've wanted to put in very specific, like this property can be shown these days and times. And we've gotten pushback from the MLS. Like you can't do that. It has to be open. Well, that's bullshit. If that's not the best interest of the client and that's not what they want, but I can also see the MLS side. of like
1: It's a slippery slope of that. That's where the problem is, is that you have and I, I'm sure that I'm seeing it on my end also in my market where a property goes up. And I mean, I have clients that are receive MLS listings in real time. So it used mm-hmm. to be that you could set them up and they'd receive them at certain times of the day. Right now you can set it up. So it's, it's a real time link. Yeah. it's immediate. So the second, something I hit enter on my, on my computer here to go live with a listing, my client over here is getting the email notification. Right. By the time they get that email notification and say, Hey, I just got this from you. I want to see it. I'm pulling it up online only to find that three days of showings are completely blocked out.
0: Yep. Now, I mean, it's already speak. pending
1: or right. <laughs> but I mean, in all, in all reality, how on earth in three to in three minutes, yeah. three minutes, 30 seconds, right. did three days worth of time get blocked out? I don't know. It's not. Right. It's manipulation of the system. I'm certain that a lot of that's going on too. Um, the MLS rule, you know, generally the rule is at least for ours is if it's, on the market, and it's active, you must be willing to show it. Now, that means that if, if the seller wants to say, I can show it from on Tuesday from 1 to 6, Thursday from 3 to 7, and Saturday from 9 to 12, then that's fine because the seller has set those parameters. But that could However, also be
0: used as a marketing tool.
1: It, it, it can. You just can't put it up on the market and say active. And now all of a sudden, I go to try and s- uh, set up a showing and everything is blocked out and you're not letting me in. And there's yeah. nothing in the MLS that states, only Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday morning. In the absence of that, I should be able to get a showing request in there somewhere, not have a giant black screen in front of me where there's zero options.
0: Yeah. So I guess we're back to the question is, do these limitations, well, specifically, do the limitations for other specific brokerages not able to show, is is that against the Code of Ethics article? So
1: you got to look at it this way. So article says you, you protect and promote the best interest of your clients. And you're also, you know, affirming that you're going to cooperate with other agents unless it's not in your client's best interest. Right. So your client has come to you and said, I don't want XYZ brokerage to be able to show my property at all. That in and of itself is not illegal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And our job is to follow every lawful direction from our seller. Right. So in the absence of that being illegal, we have to follow that direction. Right. But I'm going to tell you, you better have that in writing signed dated and sealed with a freaking have it notarized for crying out loud because if that comes back to bite you in the ass, yeah you might have a problem you don't
0: really need it notarized but it does need to no. be in writing from <laughs> it does need to be in writing from the from the seller from and the I, seller
1: I, to the brokerage to specifically state i mr and mrs seller do not want any agents from xyz brokerage to be permitted to show my property and then as an agent if i'm going to have a listing that has that information in it I might even put that in the in the agent remarks or in the showing instructions mm-hmm. per seller's written direction. Right, agents from XYZ brokerage are unable to show the property.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. I think though. when, you, I think the when you're talking about a seller that are I,
1: well, I know that at that point too, I'd be looking at my seller going, "Okay, I understand if you have a specific agent, you might not want yes. to show your property, but to alienate an entire brokerage seems." like seems counterproductive because if you're asking me to get you the most money for your property by casting the widest net, and we all know that's the best way to do it. Right. You're asking me to take it like cut like half the limb off the tree where all the buyers are.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I know.
1: You know, and there are ways around that. I mean, now if somebody's, if somebody from XYZ brokerage has a buyer that wants to see the house, they can't see it. They're just going to do a referral and have somebody from another brokerage come in and show it.
0: There's ways around it. There's ways
1: around it. It's just making it more cumbersome for the buyer who you ultimately don't want to piss off. Why right. do you want to piss off the, a buyer and start like that?
0: No, I agree. Well, let's you know. take a short break and have some final thoughts and strategies. So I want to tell That's you a, a little bit about, um, a couple of our partners. So the first one is a new partner pipeline pro tools. And this, um, this is like a marketing engine where we have gotten, a majority of our deals from. So it's really cool. They like, you don't have to cold call anymore because I know people hate cold calling, yeah, mm-hmm. we do. <laughs> but this is a really More for you. Cause I don't you know, enjoy it. <laughs> I know. I like it, but we're also using this and this has actually been like our number one lead source for deals. So you um, would go to pipeline, pro slash fight club. And all you have to do is like book a demo and then they'll show you. Um, and the demo is really good. Cause they Anyway, they'll show you how we do it and they'll give you the playbook. So PipelineProTools.com slash Fight Club. And then uh, the other thing that we've been using for quite a while now is a virtual assistant to help us with all the crap that keeps us from generating leads and doing money generating activities. So we love, 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 Monica and I love our virtual assistant and we use Cyberbacker. So you you go to Cyberbacker.com. When you input Fight Club, they will give you a special prize. All right, Rachel, what... What are some final thoughts you have about this topic? And is it? Do you think we're going to see more of this? And I guess you don't. It's not a violation of the code of ethics, technically, right?
1: It, it would be a violation of the code of ethics if you didn't have it in writing from the seller. Yes. So if right. you took it upon yourself to say, you know what, Jennifer, I don't like you. I don't want anybody from your brokerage coming to show my properties. Yeah, that's say BS. I've had say as an agent, that's I've had silly. a couple of crummy experiences with you and your. That brokerage. would never happen. No, it would not, um, because <laughs> we're awesome. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so, so, I mean, you can't take it upon yourself as an agent to impart that on, on your, on your seller's property right. and your showing instructions. Right. So again, just make sure that you have that in writing dated from your seller very specifically. And like I said, I would probably note that in the showing remarks or the agent remarks, something that's private on the listing. Most of us right. have a field for that, yeah. where we can explain that a little bit further.
0: Right. Or make the call. But still. Right. Yeah. Right. So Rachel, if people have a referral for you in Chicago or they want to get a hold of you, what's the best way?
1: Best way to reach me is by cell phone at six three zero five four two eight six eight eight or by email at rreal at dealwithreal.com.
0: Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks for being on. See ya. Thanks for
1: having me. You bet.